Welcome to the Fit First Glory podcast, where we hope to encourage you in all walks of life to use your health, fitness, and wellness for the glory of God and the good of others. We pray that wherever you are in your journey, our conversation will give you spiritual insight and practical tools to make fitness more about Him and less about you. If this podcast encourages you, we'd love for you to subscribe and share with a friend. All right, guys, today we are going to talk about a pretty hefty topic. Is fitness biblical? Courtney, what do you think of when you think of the word fitness? Yeah, so this is a pretty big topic, right? Mm -hmm. If you just think of the word fitness, there are so many different things you can think about, like CrossFit athletes or like marathon runners, people that do Ironmans which is unbelievable people that do that, or just honestly, overall, like exercise, well-being, you can think about like wellness, all of that stuff. But, you know, when we think about fitness as something that we talk about a lot, well, if you go to scripture and you search, like if you go in your Bible app, the word fitness is not even in the Bible. So if you search for it, you will get literally no results. But I think about that and I think, okay, well, fitness is clearly a good thing, right? We wouldn't call this podcast fit for his glory if we didn't think fitness was a good thing. It's the same thing with like the word like frugal. If you're somebody that likes Dave Ramsey or that likes to save money, you may think about being frugal as a good thing, but the word frugal is also not in the Bible. And so what we have to do is take these words and say, okay, well, what's the definition of that? And that's what we're going to do today. What is the actual definition of the word fitness? And then what larger biblical principle can that be used to drive us towards? Because as Christians, everything that we do, we have to see through the lens of scripture and within the narrative of the gospel, right? And that's how it becomes life-giving and gives us freedom. And if we're not doing that in an area, then honestly, either we shouldn't be doing it, or if it is something that can be used for God's glory, If we're not seeing it through the lens of the gospel, we're limiting ourselves from experiencing fullness of joy and freedom in that area. And so that's what we're going to do today. We hope that we can take fitness, see, okay, what's the definition and then see, okay, how does that fit into making us more like Christ and helping us experience more freedom, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So let's look at the two definitions of fitness. So there are two. So the first is the condition of being physically fit and healthy. And the next definition that is interesting is the quality of being suitable to fulfill a particular role or task, which I think is really cool because that makes me actually think of Proverbs 31 woman. But, you know, I don't know. It just that's what popped in my head whenever I read that. Um, So let's look at it from a more like biblically are we called to pursue being physically fit and healthy? So like you said, if I search those words in scripture, they aren't there, right? But we do see bodily training. So bodily training is the Greek word is gymnasia. So bodily training could be any exercise, but essentially it's the exercise of the body. And we see this in 1 Timothy 4, 7 through 8, and it says, have nothing to do with irrelevant silly myths, rather train yourselves for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So what it's talking about here is what is the heart behind how you are approaching fitness and moving your body? And practically speaking, 
for me, <laughs> that could look like, what is my heart posture? You know, when I go out to my garage to work out and press play, like, how is that practically speaking, making me more like Jesus? Yeah. So I think about that. It's two parts, right? Cause this verse is clearly saying bodily training is of some value. It could mm-hmm. easily say bodily training is of no value. Godliness is all that matters, but it mm-hmm. says clearly bodily training is of some value. So scripture is holding in high esteem. It is important to take care of your body. So when you're going out into your garage or I'm going out to my garage or somebody's going out for a run, there is value in that. And scripture is clearly saying that there is value in taking care of your body. But the bigger picture here is, are you growing in godliness as you're growing in discipline and fitness? Your physical fitness is what you're using to do that. Because, you know, there are days when I'm confident, you don't want to get up at 5am and do your workout Mm -hmm. or your kids are awake and you don't want to go work out while they're awake. (laughs) Or if you're in college you feel like you don't have time because you have so many commitments, whatever it is. But the way that we use our physical health to grow in godliness is it's taking actions based on truth and not mm-hmm. emotions. Cause that's what discipline is, right? Yes. Like if you don't feel like doing a workout, what I used to do in my unhealthy mindset, I kid you not, I would lay on my bed in college after I would drink my pre-workout or whatever. And I would scroll through like fitness Instagrams and mm-hmm. think, I'm never going to look like that unless I go to the gym or like just all these horrible thoughts. And that's how I would like motivate myself into being quote unquote disciplined. Praise the Lord. I didn't have Instagram in college (laughs) (laughs) because I would have been doing the same thing. Yeah. But that is not Mm -hmm. discipline at all really, but it's definitely not discipline out of a place of freedom. And so there's Mm -hmm. a complete different way as believers that we view this discipline, which is how our physical training makes us more like Christ. Whereas, you know, you can have discipline and it not make you more like Christ. Mm -hmm. Biblical discipline is knowing that I want to honor God with my body and the truth that God literally created our bodies to operate the best when we move like period. I'm reading a book right now. That's all about how God, well, it's not biblical, but it's about how our bodies were created to affect the way that our minds work. Well, who do we think created in that way? And I can get on a soapbox, but I'm not going to. So thinking and about- And Craig Groeschelly has a great book on that as well, if you've yeah. never diving into it. Yeah, exactly. So discipline is knowing that you have the freedom to not work out and still be unconditionally loved by God, but you're choosing to work out because you want to take care of the body that he gave you. That is how your physical fitness, in my opinion, and I feel like through the lens of scripture, that is how those two things are connected. Would you agree? Yeah, Absolutely. And I think for me, you know, from a practical standpoint, that really started for me in my fitness journey by just praying for discipline and asking God, like, to give me that, that biblical discipline that you're talking about. And I think that we forget sometimes as believers that we have the Holy Spirit in us, like he is our guide, you know, even asking God to guide us in what workouts best for us, like, and he knows our body best, you know, he created us. And so I think that biblical discipline, literally just asking God to give that to us. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, before we move on to the next definition, I think about when I worked for, like I mentioned in the intro episode, if you haven't watched it or listened to it, uh, go back and listen. But I worked for a personal trainer and that's where I first kind of understood how faith and fitness connect connected. And her main verse that she always talks about is um, do not be conformed 
to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And Mm -hmm. I think the way that we take our actual physical journey, our physical fitness, and we make it about God is when we're transforming, right? How Mm -hmm. we view that. How do you view exercising? It's not this thing that I'm dragging my heels to do. It's either, okay, I feel freedom to take a rest day today, or I am going to push myself to go and move because I know that it's good for my mm-hmm. body. If that makes yeah. sense. So. Absolutely. It also makes me think about second Corinthians 10, three through five, where it says taking every thought captive for the glory of God. Um, and taking taking those thoughts captive. Like when we are, you know, maybe having more, you know, I think fitness sometimes can be a slippery slope and we'll get into that more later. But like, if you're having a day where you're feeling lack of motivation, or maybe you are headed to the gym and you're having those like obsessive thoughts about like, oh, well, I really just wish that my, th- my thighs were thinner or whatever. Like you're approaching your workout in hopes that it'll deliver something aesthetic. They taking those thoughts captive and saying, no, I want to take these thoughts captive for the glory of God. Like I want to turn, I want to change my mindset around what this looks like. Yeah. And that'll be a future episode where we'll talk about, you know, our goals, a bad thing or goals, a bad thing. And that's something we're both passionate about. Um, but now we're going to move on to that second definition. I am going to read it again really quickly. And that is, so the other way that Miriam Webster would define fitness is the quality of being suitable to fulfill a particular role or task. I know Caroline said that makes her think about the Proverbs 31 woman, but in all seriousness, like you Truly. read that, the whole Proverbs 31 woman And part of what she did was lifting to be strong so that she could take care of her family. And again, I think Mm -hmm. we could both like go off on a tangent. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit, Caroline? Like, how do you see the Proverbs 31 woman connecting with that really quick? And then I'll dive into a little bit more about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, I shared with you guys on the first episode, just even about my story about my mom and how I saw her approach fitness. Like it was truly to like be strong, to care for a special needs child. And I think in different seasons, like we're all going to approach that a little bit different in what is needed for us postpartum right after having a baby. It might just be a simple walk, you know, but like, you know, when our kids are six years old and they're running around the yard and you're chasing them being physically fit to be able to care for your family. Like it's going to look different in different seasons. And then also with different, there's, they're obviously like with the caveat here of we all may have different sicknesses or physical limitations among that. Um, so I don't think that we can say like the Proverbs 31 woman, like went to the garage and lifted weights, but like she was physically fit and able and ready to take care of her family and whatever that day ahead brought. Yeah, absolutely. And use fitness as a way to be suitable Mm -hmm. for whatever task God called her to, which again, I think as we continue to talk about movement, that's something that we'll talk more about. You know, we want to be ready, not just look a certain way, but okay, God, if you called me to Southeast Asia to go share the gospel and I needed to go hike through the mountains, literally, could I do that? So Mm -hmm. that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day, but Okay. That second definition. So what you guys are going to learn about me really quickly is that I love to talk about like old school pastors and preachers. Like I love Charles Spurgeon. I love hymns. 
that is me. So I love to nerd out about stuff like that. You will learn that quickly. But when I read that definition and I just thought about the word fitness, if you know the hymn, Come Ye Sinners, Poor and Needy, it is a fantastic hymn. It's really great. It's short. You should go read all the lyrics. But the last um, little bit of it says, let not conscience make you linger, nor of fitness fondly dream. All the fitness he requires is to feel your need of him. And I remember when I first heard that, it was like, oh my gosh, because fitness was all I dreamed about (laughs) or all that I really thought about. But it literally says all the fitness that God requires of us is to feel our need of him, which will just preach. Like you can just take that to the bank. But when we think about fitness at the end of the day, all God asks for us, all that we need to fulfill that definition, to be suitable for a task. All we need to be suitable for the task as believers is to feel our need for the dependence on the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That is it. And so anything in your life that can push you to be dependent on the Holy Spirit, which is everything, and you can use that to bring God glory. Well, then like that is part of your fitness as a believer, if that makes sense. And so when you think about fitness and health, right, all of us eat, all of us drink water, all of us move in some capacity, or we can figure out a way to exercise our bodies. And so if we start to see that as like, God, make me more dependent on you through those things, well, then that all becomes a part of fitness, right? Because it's helping us feel our need of him. And so like a practical example of what that looks like for me, because we said we would get practical is, you know, like if I see a piece of cake, right? (laughs) There's a lot of things that go through my mind because I love cake. But I can ask the Lord, like, and I'm in prayer with him of, okay, I'm either going to have discipline to not eat this and feel the freedom to choose not to, or I'm going to feel freedom to say, you know what, like, I'm going to have grace for myself and I'm going to enjoy this cake and not feel one ounce of guilt about it. It's not about the action itself, but it's about these thoughts that I'm thinking in my pursuit Mm -hmm. of health is making me more dependent on Christ because I'm bringing him into that dialogue. Whereas before it would have been like, I'm either not going to eat that cake because I'm restricting and I feel like I can't, or I'm going to eat it and I'm going to feel guilt about it later. Or I'm going to say, forget it. And I'm going to eat whatever I want for the rest of the weekend. And God is not a part of that conversation. Does that make sense? So it's like, we use fitness to make us more dependent on Christ because we are praying through those things and seeing it through the way the Bible would have us to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think for me right now in this season, it's like, you know, I've had seasons where I've approached my fitness from an aesthetically, like I want to look a certain way. Right. And now it has changed so much. And it's like, Lord, I want to move my body so that I can feel really good to take care of my kids and feel confident and equipped to handle the things that God brings my way, whatever that looks like with my kids. And one of those things too, is just like working out from a place that helps me deal with overwhelm and anxiety, Um, getting those, you know, happy endorphins for my workout so that that way I can come in and make breakfast and you know wake up my children and just be excited about the day and have those have that like those those endorphins to help with that and so 
And then also just then the energy to serve other people throughout the day. I do feel like I am in a season of life where I spend pretty much most of the day serving other people around me. And it's a very humbling season of life. But having the workouts be an act of worship and a time for the Lord to just fill me up in a, in a different way, instead of going to the, my workout space and being like, all right, time to work out so I can hopefully get those better legs. You know, I think it's that, that changing of that mindset for me in this season. It's kind of how that plays out. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think whatever it is and whatever season of life that we're in, the bottom line when we wrap this all up about, you know, fitness and how it's biblical is we just have to realize that fitness isn't in the Bible because fitness is not the ultimate goal, right? Mm -hmm. I think for both of us, we can say that we've had seasons of life where we're like, man, if we could just look like that, or if we could just be super fit, like that is the goal, but that's when fitness becomes an idol or it becomes draining, but fitness isn't in the Bible because scripture is there to bring life and to point us towards Christ. And so ultimately fitness is biblical when it's used for godliness. And so like you read first Thessalonians four, three, I love this verse. I talk about this verse in all kinds of contexts, but it just is very short. And it says, for this is the will of God your sanctification. You know, so many of us wonder what's God's will for my life, all that stuff, but plain and simple, God wants us to be more like Christ period. And so fitness is biblical when fitness in all the different seasons of life is used in a way to make us more like Christ. As we grow in discipline, we grow in grace, we grow in all of those different things and it makes us more like him. Um, so, and I think you illustrated that so well, that that looks different, you know, in all seasons, like Mm -hmm. there have been seasons where I was so growing in discipline because the Lord knew that's what I needed. But then seasons like right now being pregnant (laughs) where I have grown so much in grace for myself because I can't work out seven days a week or eat a certain way. And your body is changing whether you work out or not, you're gaining weight. So I think, you know, it looks different, but fitness is this tool that's made me more dependent on Christ. And I can honestly say, like, I see how Jesus has used it to grow me in discipline, grow me in grace, and ultimately make me fall more in love with him, which is when fitness becomes biblical. Absolutely. And I think too, you know, there's different seasons, like I said, where you're going to have more of a bend towards laziness. And then there's some seasons where you're going to just be super motivated towards um, almost overworking. You know, I think that there's practically speaking just kind of to take what Courtney just said and kind of put that into practical terms like sometimes there's times when someone who has a been more towards laziness they may need a challenge in order to help them put their foot on the gas um you know maybe for them it's easy to just commit to something and then give up the next day and so they need that challenge and then there's some people who maybe have been towards overworking and so they have a hard time like turning off their brain and setting big goals can be dangerous for them because you know, if they don't hit them, they're absolutely crushed and they almost like go backwards. So I found, you know, that I in different seasons have found myself flip flopping between, you know, having a bend towards laziness and having a bend towards overworking, like I can kind of go both ways in different seasons. And I think that's where we have to be aware. And we have to, again, take those thoughts captive, pray for that, that biblical discipline in that area, um, and make sure that, we in everything that we're doing we're aligning it again with the gospel and like is god getting the glory in this um and making sure that we're you know not in a in a striving and restricting situation 
but that we are truly taking steps to be obedient um, in what God's called us to. Yeah, absolutely. So as we kind of wrap up this episode, I hope that this has encouraged you guys, but so much of this has been very conceptual, right? We've talked a lot about definitions and verses and all of that stuff. So now just as we close up, we want to talk about how does that practically play out in our life? Those two definitions of fitness, like what does that actually look like in our day to day? So when I think about it, I think about how does our fitness lead to the greater biblical goals of self-control, discipline, and feeling our need for Christ? And so for me, practically what I think of is, you know, ask yourself right now, wherever you're at, think about, okay, when in my day do I think the most about my eating, my exercise, my body image, whatever it is, ask yourself about that dialogue. When is that happening? And then ask yourself practically, where can I engage with the Lord instead of letting my own thoughts spiral? So like Mm -hmm. for me in the morning, it's like, okay, I am praying with the Lord. Like if I used to, when I was getting dressed and I would have a really bad body image instead of just getting really frustrated, it's like, okay, Lord, like I pray right now. And I'm just so grateful for the body that you've given me for the life, literally that it's creating all these things and shift my prayer towards gratitude. And then all of a sudden my fitness and my body image has been more about Christ instead about me. And now Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing freedom and that's how my fitness and body image became biblical, if that makes sense. So that's what I would encourage you guys to do is practically wherever you're having a dialogue with yourself about your health, eating, whatever is how can you more heavily saturate that with prayer, with truth from scripture, Mm -hmm. changing that dialogue. So those are my practical tips. I love that. Yeah. I think for me, it's, um, really replacing the way that I look at my body and move my body and really more towards um, a place of I love my body. I want to steward it well and I want to feel good. You know, I think that for so long I did it from a place of like, I hate my body and I want to look differently. But Romans 12, 1, it really talks about honoring our bodies and it's how it's a spiritual act of worship. And so when you feel yourself tempted to let the world in and let Satan feed you those lies, like run to the Lord and his word, just like Courtney talked about. And so for, for me and for you and for all of us guys, this is where freedom starts. It stays in Christ alone. That is where freedom is found. And so finding our worth and our freedom in him and just going to him and constantly reminding ourselves that our body is good and God made us, um, in his image. Yeah. So I hope that this was encouraging to you guys. I hope that you know, I know it was a lot for a very quick episode. I know that there was scripture. There's a lot of concepts. So if you need to go back and listen to it, you absolutely can. But I hope today your main takeaway is that fitness, while it's not in scripture, it absolutely can be used for the glory of God. And it is biblical, but only when fitness is not your end goal, godliness is. Fitness is simply a tool that you are using to push you towards Jesus, to put your eyes on him and to ultimately become more like him. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thanks again for tuning into this episode of the Fit for His Glory podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback and a review. And again, if this encouraged or challenged you today, we hope you'll share with a friend who might feel the same and subscribe for future episodes.
We love you, friends, and we'll see you next time.